Hello guys, welcome to That Local Life. I'm your host, Sydney. This is Tyler. Hey yo, we are back with episode seven. We have a very special guest who was pretty much born and raised here, I believe, Carly Cleaver. How are you today? Great. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, We're happy to have you. We are happy to have you on. So, Carly, you were born and raised here, right? Yeah. Have you, have you, did you ever move away? Did you ever have a time where you didn't live here? So, no. I was born in Caldwell. And then born, I mean, raised a mile down the road and lived there my whole life till college. I went to Rexburg for college for four years. Uh And so other than that, I've lived here my whole life. Married a local guy, um, both of us born and raised. Um, In fact, my first job was at this store. It was. My first real job. That is funny. Your dad was my first employer and just so many good memories here. I loved, so loved cool. that job. That is super cool. Well, we're happy to have you here as a local. We're obviously younger, but it's always nice to uh, hear from the people that have been here a lot longer than us. And obviously, you worked for my father for a short period of time. How long did you work for him? I think two years. And then he would kind of just let me work when I'd come home for summer break. Uh-huh. Yeah. He'd just be like, yeah, I'll work for a few weeks. Right. You know? He's a great employee. So. Yeah. Or employer. Employee. Yeah. He is. He's my yes. employee now. <laughs> he's a good employee, too. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Um, oh, man. What was I going to say next? That's okay. Uh, were you born in St. Luke's by chance? Because I was yes. born in St. Luke's myself. So yes. Both Caldwell natives. That is awesome. Yes. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, Carly. Yeah. What do you do? Okay. So, I'm... A wife to Zach. Okay. We've been married almost, well, just 19 years last Congrats. month. Yeah. We have four boys, okay. so I'm Ooh, busy, busy mom. Yeah. yeah. Almost 15 to six. Um, I These days I'm a speaker. I speak uh-huh. at different events um, okay. about a variety of talk, topics. I am a writer. I just started my first book. That's Ooh. exciting. It's like too early to talk about really, sure. but okay. I'll be back okay. to okay. talk about that. We can't there wait. Is a, there is a book. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so excited. The goal is 2023. So. Beautiful. Um, I'm a documenter. I love journaling mm-hmm. and taking pictures and just documenting our stories, our family's stories and my personal stories. Um, that's my passion. I work part-time for a company called Becky Higgins LLC. Um, I do customer service and all sorts of managing contests and things for that. And I love it. It's super fun. Um, and then I substitute at our local school one to two days a week, which is fun. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds like a full schedule to me. (laughs) So I want to hit on this, the speaker thing. Like what, where do you speak? Who do you speak for? What do you speak about? Yeah. So I've spoken for a couple different women's conferences Mm -hmm. and mainly about, um, either anything about along the lines of documenting or gratitude. Um, a lot of times how that ties into a faith mm-hmm. base, like how documenting has um, influenced my relationship with Jesus Christ. Sure. And that has been really rewarding. Um, and I love it. I love speaking. I love preparing a keynote and presenting. And then I love especially connecting with the people uh-huh. that I'm yeah. speaking oh, to, definitely. like sharing and just, they tell me their stories <laughs> and I get so excited. So <laughs> it's fun. That's my passion. That's cool. Yeah. How long have you done that? Is that a fairly recent Um, endeavor? My major in college was public speaking and communications. And so 
forever that's what I've wanted to do like mm-hmm. motivational speaking yeah I was like I'm gonna be Chris Farley on the road that you know so cool. take it on the road and inspire people but even in yeah. high school and like when you were in yeah. school did you love public speaking yeah yeah that's and awesome. I was pretty outgoing um pretty like anytime anyone would say oh we need somebody to speak at the school event or this church event I yeah. was like yeah that's I'm, cool. your, I'm your girl you know <laughs> yeah um, there are a lot of things I would not do that I'm scared to do, but speaking is not one of them. That's that a good thing me, to not you know? be scared of, though. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get wrapped up in doing, like, the events and stuff for this Becky Higgins? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. So when I was 14, I was kind of a nerd, and I <laughs> loved to buy scrapbooking magazines and look okay. through them. <laughs> and I would copy these. She was this designer. She uh-huh. was, like, six years older than me. And at the time when I was 14, that seemed like a lot, you know? Yeah. And I would copy her layouts, okay? She would, like, make these scrapbook pages in this Mm -hmm. magazine, and I would copy them about, like, a cute boy I liked or something Mm -hmm. I was doing. (laughs) And I just, like, I loved her. Like, she was, like, my celebrity, Uh you know? Okay, yeah. (laughs) And so growing up, I just loved her. And when I married Zach, um, she had started a business called Becky Higgins LLC. And Mm -hmm. I was like following her on, you know, Facebook back then. I mean, and then when Instagram came out, followed her there and, um, started DMing her and like actually establishing a real relationship Mm -hmm. over, um, Instagram and one of her biggest fans, you know, and then (laughs) our relationship just developed into an actual relationship. And we got to meet up when I was in Arizona and had breakfast and that was great. And then she had a job opportunity open up in January and called me and it was a good fit. It's been really great and I've loved it. I love connecting with people. I love, um, I don't know if customer service is my, is your go-to. Yeah. (laughs) It's not really like my jam. Right. Sure. But as far as connecting with people, and the relationship part, I yeah. love that. And okay. when I can answer a question for someone or if someone comes in hot, mm-hmm. right, and, like, I'm having this issue and they're really upset and frustrated and rightfully so, and if I can leave that interaction having them feel better and feeling like right. she cares about me, like yeah. she's invested in me and my success, then mm-hmm. I'm just like, that was the best. You know? <laughs> it's that so is great. the best feeling ever. It is. And you guys know. Yeah. You get that in the 100%. store. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I, I absolutely love that feeling, especially like cooking for me more so hits home with that when somebody bites into the food and they're like, this is the best thing that I've tasted. I'm like, mm. yes. Totally. It. <laughs> it feels so good. Oh. Off track, I was in Nebraska at uh-huh. a speaking event um, last month and my a friend went with me and we ate at this ice cream place okay. called Coneflower Creamery Ooh. and all of their ice cream is handmade in store okay. homemade in store and while we were eating I was like I'm not a real auditory or verbal eater sure I was like you're like this is having an good. experience <laughs> like, this was the best ice cream I've ever had so I get that like uh-huh. when and uh-huh. I wanted yeah. to tell the yeah. man that owned it was there and I was like you don't understand. Like this, like, this <laughs> is the really best good. That's so awesome. Yeah, just like so. food just hits that that sensory um, feelers on your tongue or whatever it is in your brain, and from there it just triggers an emotion, and it's like, oh man, that just feels totally. so good. So it's it's like when somebody tells you that you've done a good job or, or yeah. along those lines, it just hits really hits home. So yeah. I love it. That's totally. so awesome. Totally. That's really cool. So let's take you back to your past for a moment. Okay. What was your favorite thing to do growing up around here? Hmm. Well, I was kind of a nerd, but I like to read a lot. Okay. I didn't like Same. to be outdoors really at all until I was an adult. Like okay. that didn't happen until later. 
I hated anything physical, like oh PE, <laughs> running. You're like, like, I'd rather be reading. Oh, oh. totally. Um, which is funny because I just finished the 75 hard challenge, uh-huh. which was crazy yeah, I saw rewarding. That. Crazy rewarding. That is cool. Um, and now I love health and fitness, but back then and being outside. Um, yeah. I'm much more daring now. But then I just, I babysat a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked to help people. Sure. I really got along with adults. And so I liked building relationships from a young age, like with mm-hmm. other people. Right. Like yeah. I'd come and converse with your dad. Like that was fun. Or, yeah. or making friends with people that would come into the store. Yeah. I really liked building relationships with, with the regulars. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's obviously where you discovered where your passion was yeah. in life. So I mean, that's kind of funny that you didn't like being outdoors and stuff. Cause your family is obviously very well known farmers in the <laughs> yes. area, which is kind of funny. Um, maybe but it was that's that cool. 5 a.m. Wake up and weeding job mm. and, yeah. and going you know, to irrigate yeah. every morning. I can't say that I blame you. I've been waking up at 5 a.m. for about six years now. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's still not my favorite thing I know. to do every day. Yeah. It's I have rough. to make burritos for the store on Saturday. Saturday, so I've been having to get up really early this yeah, week to just training. to make yeah. them. And I'm like, this is really hard. It is. Yeah, she's normally a night owl. When I yeah. met her, she was staying up till like one or two in the yeah. morning and Man. getting yeah. up at nine. And I was like, now we go to bed really early. And then I'm just kind of like, okay. kind of turn into old people. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. That is so awesome. So Carly, yeah. I know that you had some stuff kind of prepared to share today. Yeah. Let's kind of dive into what you wanted to share. Okay. Awesome. Um, Okay, I was thinking that going into the holiday season, Mm -hmm. um, that I was thinking of two things that have been on my mind. So the first is the gifts of having some sort of gratitude practice. And the second is adding value in our sphere of influence. And so um, I was thinking of the concept of when something is on our mind, we notice it more. Mm -hmm. You know, we are aware of it. We're unconsciously looking for it. Um, The technical term for this is frequency illusion. Um, okay. like when a woman is pregnant and then all she sees is pregnant women yeah. or you get a yes. Ford F-150 yep. and, and all, all of a sudden, yes, yeah. they've always been there, right? Sure. The pregnant women and the Ford F-150, mm-hmm. but, um, but now you're aware, your mm-hmm. conscious, your subconscious is just looking for it. Um, so there's also the law of attraction. Whatever we focus, our energy will come back to us. Right. Mm. Love it. But whatever you want to call it, I'm a firm believer that we find what we're looking for for good or for bad. Mm -hmm. So when I'm primed to be cognizant of and recognize things that I'm grateful for in my daily life, I find so much more to be grateful for. And it increases the cycle of gratitude. Um, Years ago, I listened to this podcast episode about a husband and wife Mm -hmm. um, who had recently been in the psych hospital with their teenage daughter. She was going through some intense mental illness struggles And they had to leave her there. And as they were driving home, they had already long ago established this habit of in really hard times of trial, asking each other, what was the gift in this? And so on the way home, her husband leaned over to her and he said, what was the gift in this? And she was thinking, because sometimes it's hard, (laughs) right? Like in those really gut wrenching, like feel like you're knocked out situations Mm -hmm. to find that. And she, they agreed that, you know, we got a bed at the best hospital in the state. The best doctors are looking Mm -hmm. out for her. We're so much more aware of what she's fighting and battling. We're more prepared to help. And then they said, she's safe tonight. You know, that was something that they could count on. Mm. And they were looking for it. It had become a habit. And so that really resonated with me. And later that day, I pulled up the notes app on my phone and I titled a new note, 
what was the gift in today? Mm-hmm. And every day after that, I would just spend a minute or two right before bed, just thinking back, reflecting on my day and writing between one and three things that I was grateful for. Sometimes it was hard, yeah. right? Like Definitely. some days, some days. <laughs> the kids drew on the wall that day totally. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. some, days, some days it was super trivial stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, just the bear of the bear, right? Oh, um, but, and I echo, um, I just read a book called um, Your New Playlist. And it's mm-hmm. by Jonna Cuff's two daughters, McCray and so awesome. uh, L.E., I think is mm-hmm. her name. McCray said that when she's struggling in life, like with anything, and she's feeling down, she thinks of the acronym JEEPS. Mm. And she thinks, okay, I'm, am I missing anything? And J is for Jesus, E is for eat, E is for exercise, P is for people, mm. and S is for sleep. And she looks at those five areas and says like, where am I lacking, you yeah. know? And so I love that because when I can't, when I am in a slump or on those days where I'm not feeling very grateful, if I can kind of look at those areas and say, where's the need? Yeah. Then I can recognize, oh, I have been getting up at 4 a.m. and going to bed at 11. You know, like that's I need not sleep. enough sleep. Yeah. And so I'm tired. No wonder I'm grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. um, but more days than not, um, it was overwhelming to recognize sure. how many gifts I'd had in that day. And even things that maybe had I not been looking at life through that lens of gratitude would have seemed like trials or hard things or frustrations or irritations. Mm-hmm. Those things became some of the things I was most grateful for. Yeah. And so that was a real blessing. Um, Th- yeah. That is really cool. Um, I, I love that. And that's a more positive connotation than the original Jeep acronym, which is just everyone else's parts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> so funny. I love that. I, I, and I love John Acuff. He's, he's such I a phenomenal. I love his book, Soundtracks. If you listen to his book that, on Soundtracks. I bought it yeah. right after oh, I did the because that, that was book the preceding one to play Phenomenal. So, oh, I'm so glad I, to I've read it. I've read two or three of his books now. Okay. Oh, uh, he's such a great author. So good. He has yeah. a lot of good... Uh, little nuggets in there yes. about, about life. And uh, and folks, take notes on this because uh, this is very powerful stuff. Thank I mean, you. trying to find the gift in each day is, is probably sometimes very, very difficult. But yeah. when you can sit down and stop and think for a moment and really realize like, oh, wow, I did have good things happen today, even though it felt like a bad day. Because then you go to bed feeling good about yourself. You yeah. go to bed feeling good that you learned something. And then when you wake up the next day, it makes it so much easier to start your day. Totally. Because you left on a good note. Yeah. Versus leaving on a bad note. Yeah. So that is very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that um, another book by Andy Frisella, he's mm. the guy who started 75 mm-hmm. Hard. He wrote the book 75 Hard. And he talks about mastering the monotony. And so much of our life is that, right? Like, Boring Especially stuff. once you reach adulthood. And yeah. I hate to ever, like... <laughs> I hate to ever put that Condemn thought it. in my kids' minds because right. I'm totally of the attitude, like, you find what you're looking yeah, for, right? Yeah. Sure. And so if you are going to have this great experience as an adult, you'll get it. But Absolutely. Um, and we, like, work should be something you enjoy, all those things. But, but it is monotonous, right? Like, waking up at the same time, especially if mm-hmm. you want to be disciplined and mm-hmm. if you have goals and you're trying mm-hmm. to be consistent, it is monotonous. And so if we can master that, like, learn and find ways to find joy in those things and, yes. and recognize the good, it just increases that so much more. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And kinda, it takes us out of our comfort zone, right? It does. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, to kind of, to kind of put that, that into reality a little bit, I mean, kind of relating back to my story a bit, you know, for the last six, seven years, we've been building this, this business and 
you wake up at the same time every day. You get used to doing the same things every day. And it's hard to really like stop and, and recognize where you came from. So when we started the restaurant, obviously started it with the pretzels. Now we're the restaurant. Now we're at the store. Like one day I just woke up and I was like, wow, I've come a very long ways. But you would have no clue because you got so used to just doing the same things Day-to-days, every day. Yeah. The same disciplines that you've had, you know, wake up, check the bank accounts, uh, do the emails, make sure stuff is all taken care of for that day, orders, yeah. lists. I mean, you got a full day of stuff ahead yes. of you. And most of the time you go to bed pretty late or you mm-hmm. don't get to do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously you have that grind, but then when you can sit down and, and have those gratitude moments or take those, th- those few days to really stop and think and bring yourself back to reality almost yeah. and be grateful for the grind, for the monotonous, totally. for, for the boring, because... What the boring allows you to do is appreciate the amazing things that come around. Yes. So, like, that's absolutely love it. Yeah. It's very that reminds me of a concept called um, measuring the gain instead mm-hmm. of the gap. And mm. I loved, I heard a story of a dad that took his kids hiking and they were hiking up this huge mountain and the kids were complaining and they just kept complaining and they were like, this is so hard. We're mm-hmm. never going to get there. We're not going to, we can't do it. It's too hard. And he would stop and say, look how far we've come. Yeah. Like, look back. And they'd see, like, whoa, we've gone a long ways. And every time I hike the A-Hill, that's, like, the highest mountain I've ever climbed. Which <laughs> You're is like, a hill, look right? at me but go. I'm like, I did that thing. <laughs> that was a hard thing. Yeah. I wish we had more. I mean, we do. I, do I need to take advantage of more hiking around here. But it is that measuring. When I measure the gain, when mm-hmm. I look back at a year and I think, man, I it was the grind every day. But if I look back yeah. and if you look back and say, Six years ago, we sold pretzels, you yeah. know, and now we have a restaurant and yeah. we built out this restaurant and it's yeah. booming and it's yeah. amazing. And we have an app and we have <laughs> delivery. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. so cool. It's and it a podcast. So cool. Like I'm yeah. so proud of you. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's blossomed into a lot. And Sydney's been a very major help. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she, she and came I in, love but... her already. The <laughs> first time I came in Good. and was like, you're cute. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Sydney, tell, tell her about you a little bit. Um, I was born and raised in Boise. Um, I bought a house in CUNA, so the last two or three years I was living in CUNA. Mm -hmm. And then um, I met Tyler through a client of mine. I was cutting hair off of Broadway, cut hair for four years. And I was just kind of in that day-to-day routine. It got really repetitive. I was just getting out of some rocky things in life. And I was just looking for something different. And Tyler happened to literally walk in at the perfect <laughs> time I no he okay. <laughs> so I had a uh, client of mine I'd been cutting his hair for a while and he's like I have a business partner who dirt bikes like you should go dirt biking with him because I dirt bike had you done that okay yeah I dirt bike and I didn't have anybody to go with anymore okay. and so um he's like I'm gonna have him hit you up I was like okay but I was thinking he was way older because my client's older yeah and then it happened he he's the same age as me and then so we kind of cool. went into it as like we don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah. We're just friends, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then that was very, very short-lived. <laughs> it, was. Yeah, it was. It's the best way to start yeah. a relationship yeah. anyway. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. he kind of took the leap and was just like, do you want to work for me? And I was like, um, I need to ask my parents. Because <laughs> I never, like, stepped out of my box, really. And yeah. so I was like, I need my parents' approval. And I fully expected them to be like, no, 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 no. And they didn't. They were oh. fully yeah. supportive. And I came in, and well, I had to, I had to drop the ball with them because she was like, "You got to do it." And I was like, well, "Yeah." Not so we my like parents, sat down and had our list of like, <laughs> what we were gonna do and, and how like we were gonna present plan, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, that's basically what we had. That's awesome. And then my parents were like, 
yeah, like we think it's a great idea. And I was like, what? Like, are you serious? And so with thing. their approval, I was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Didn't take long. We went from talking to uh, dating in like three months. Yeah, yeah oh, I had a three month rule and that didn't she last. <laughs> I convinced I her to that. drop it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> she, she came to work for me. And uh, originally she came in as kind of like the administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. So she'd come in to do my emails, do uh, help with social media and stuff yeah. like that. And we're really kind of, she's really kind of grown into away from that stuff mm-hmm. and realizing that she really loves to do events. She really loves people yeah. just like you. Yeah. She yeah. likes to be it's out awesome. front talking to people. Yeah, I'm so. definitely going through a big change mm-hmm. of like cutting hair, having structure yeah. to kind of like... He's giving me the free range to kind of, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. So it's a pretty common discussion we have of like, okay, what do you want to do? And I look at him and I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you need like a goal. I'm like, okay, I haven't gotten there yet, but we'll get there. I pretty much (laughs) ask you every day. That gift of autonomy is huge because you won't feel, you won't feel like, enslaved to anything yeah. you know he's giving you that freedom to yeah i almost say, like, feel overwhelmed because like, i'm like oh my I don't gosh even know how to think yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy to go Good from just you. such structure and mm-hmm. having to do things to then having the option to be able to kind of express yourself and yeah. do what you want you don't really to know have, what to do yeah. with it but mm-hmm. it's also so rewarding when you look back on it you know what i mean i feel like i don't do anything but then looking back i'm yeah. like okay yeah like i have done a lot yeah. in such a short amount of time yeah. yeah, we've done yeah. a lot and we, we wouldn't have accomplished what we have without mm-hmm. her because she's really kind of, awesome. I'm definitely a visionary type. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of ideas, a lot of things going on in my head all the time. And she's very much like, what's happening right now? Yeah. What do we need to do right now? Like, action. I yeah. do not yeah. care about the future. That's cool that you have ideas, but what are we doing right now? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, it's really helped me kind of tone down, not necessarily tone down my ideas, yeah. but really kind of hone in like, oh, okay, we have, we have to do this. Yeah. We have Focus to do that. on this one right yeah. now. This so is what we need to do yeah. to get this done so we can then do the next yeah. thing. For yeah. You. yeah. So yeah. She's, she's really coming in and kind of hone, hone those skills yeah. a little bit for me, which has been awesome. Well, so. and you balance each other out so well yes. because then you can yeah. you know, really thrive on each other's strengths. It's yeah. definitely been a learning curve yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah. we, we, definitely have our days where we go back and forth where we're like you don't make sense at all (laughs) but it's pretty normal oh yeah especially working together and living together together all the time yeah literally all the time he went hunting last weekend and i was like what do i do i was like oh my gosh i'm by myself (laughs) yeah i haven't been by myself for like seven months but yeah yeah, yeah. it's really rewarding too (laughs) it's cool to have a business together and to be able to look back and be like, we did the thing, you totally. know, like we did totally. that together. That yeah. It's really rewarding. Yeah. So I want to touch on the power of visualization. You talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit at the beginning of your thing. How has that worked for you? Um, I feel like I'm just kind of getting into that a little more in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting when I was doing 75 hard, there was one day, I think it was like 26 mm-hmm. and I went to bed and I was, I'm, it was really important that I stayed on a schedule because I had so much that I was trying to fit in. And so I was waking up around four every morning and doing that first workout and then getting ready, you know, doing the next one later. And there was one night where I went to bed and I don't know if I dreamed this or if I just like, it felt like a visual, right? It felt like an in real life experience. It was so cool, but I envisioned myself in my sleep, I think, um, <laughs> waking up, get, like hitting my alarm, putting on my shoes, going outside mm-hmm. and running, doing this running workout. And I was doing intervals and I hadn't been doing that. I'd been walking a lot 
And so I was like in my dream or vis- visualization. Like, I don't want to say weird. a vision, but it was like a dream, right? Yeah. I was like, that is cool because I felt good. I mm-hmm. felt really good and yeah. like on, you know, and it just was so rewarding. So then the next morning when I woke up, it was almost like I didn't even have to think about it. I just went through the, I put on my shoes, I got outside, I set my Tabata app on my phone mm-hmm. for run walking, you know? Yeah. And then I set my timer and I started and I was able to do it and it felt like my body was remembering mm. the action. And I was like, That's so cool. that like, is this the is power nuts. of visualization, yeah. you yeah. know? And so I've been doing it a lot with this book that I'm going to write. I'm like visualizing myself every day. Okay, this is the time I sit and I write. And even if I don't write, I have to sit yeah. and I have to think or I have to research. And, and so when I can see it, you know, say it, feel it, believe yeah. it, become it, all of those things, um, I feel like it's really important. We have to see it before we can create it, you definitely. know, in our minds. Oh, 100%. And yeah, that's so. Tyler definitely has the same mindset and yeah. I am more closed minded. So I'm definitely trying to like step into thinking like that. Mm-hmm. And it's something you have to kind of train your brain to totally. do. It's really hard, but he's like, just even if you don't believe it, tell yourself that. And yes. like one day you will wake up and you'll believe it and you yeah. won't even think about believing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in the power of affirmation yeah. and um, mm-hmm. saying that you are things that mm-hmm. you want to be. You yeah. Know, like, I am a writer. Mm-hmm. I haven't written a book yet, right? Sure. But I am a writer. Mm-hmm. And then we manifest those things. They come as we do that. And I am married to a dreamer, and I'm more of a realist. <laughs> so it's taken me some yeah. time, too, to get in that mode of, right. you know, he's... He's a risk taker and a dreamer. Yeah. And for me, at first, that was hard. But that's kind of where. Such a gift. Yeah, like, that's yeah. where we're at. I it's slowly, tough. like, I appreciate it definitely. But some days I'm like, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just don't. It's like my brain doesn't want to. It's like it won't let myself, but totally. I'm having to train myself yeah. to yeah. that. It's okay to think that yeah. way. You're literally you know? like tearing apart yeah. pathways in your brain and mm-hmm. creating new ones. Yeah. You know? Which is so cool that we yeah. have the power to do that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. This is great because you guys are, are, are hitting it off. This is awesome because <laughs> you guys can both feed off each other and learn. I love it. Because <laughs> awesome. me and Zach definitely are those visionary yes. types. I know, so we need to go get dinner. Yes, I know. I was just do. thinking that. I was like, I need we to do. hike. Like, I like hiking. We can go <laughs> please, hike. Please. I know. I literally have this irrational fear of mountain lions and so i'm so like dude oh my he's, goodness he I mean, that's the reason i have a mountain lion tattooed on my arm because i am deathly terrified You're of like, these look, animals look. yes i'm <laughs> hoping it'll scare it away if i ever come in contact he with like one. will walk across the store in the morning and it's oh, pitch black yeah. out and he's like at 5 a.m i will look both ways i look in the trees i make sure there's nothing in the trees and then i run across the street <laughs> i am so happy that someone else shares that because uh, I, I do the same like dude, two or three mile it. loop every day uh-huh. and there's like two or three loops and it's like up out yeah. you know, along the canals yeah. and there's some trees and i'm like okay if it was a porcupine or a skunk yeah. or like, like i would you know, survive like, yeah, yeah like a yeah. dog or something mm-hmm. i could get away right or yes. i could but a mountain lion, like you just fight for yeah. your life, yeah. right? It's, it uh, it takes your survival. arm and then yeah. you might yes. make it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, I always have my dogs with me. So I'm like <laughs> yes. three against one. Like they could probably handle uh, it. And yeah. if Which not, I'm suck, screwed. But yeah. at the same yeah. time, like let yeah. the dog take the fall. Yeah. I, I used to run. So 
at the lake at Cherry Creek. You yeah. can go from the bottom all the way to the top. And I used cool. to go run that, and I used to run. I used to run around the A Hill. I used mm-hmm. to run up about seven, eight miles when I was practicing for Sparta races, and that was literally my most irrational <laughs> fear the entire time when I was running. So I'd out there running by myself. I wouldn't run with headphones in, yeah. so I can hear and listen yeah. to everything. Every time I was running, I would hear a little sound. It would be like, oh. Mountain lion. Oh. And then really? the whole time, I was just visualizing like. What would happen if I was attacked? Like, how would I how would I fight him off? Like, is there a stick here? What can I use as a weapon? Like, the, yeah. the insane like amount of level that my brain was like, you're gonna get eaten. Oh. You're gonna get eaten. <laughs> I, I absolutely. I know. It. I know. Zachary says you have your phone. I'm like, a mountain lion won't wait for yeah. me to make yeah, a call. You're like, it doesn't text. matter. I'll already be yeah. gone. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I could use it uh, as a weapon, but yeah. it's not gonna be very effective. Like. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. I'm no. glad that somebody else shares that. Yeah, irrational me too. Me too. Like, it's You're, my number it's one. It's not irrational, right? It's, They've <laughs> seen them. <laughs> this is true. Like, I mean, the only reason, like, I'm scared of them is we had one outside our bedroom window when I was a kid. Like, it did its whole mountain lion scream and everything. Oh my and, I, and my mom was like, that was mountain lion. I was like, I'm not going outside. No. No more in the dark. You're walking with me from here to the store yeah. from now on. That's yeah. it. I'm <laughs> not doing that like, alone. You have a recollection that caused this. You know, you, that's a traumatic event. You're like, so I you came out scared of mountain lions. Yes. Like, yes. that's yes. just how it is. It was, it was, yes. Nope, I'm good. That's crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> crazy. But I love that. That yeah. is an awesome, like, <laughs> off topic there for a while, but <laughs> that's, that's okay. okay. That's, that's an awesome way of visualization. And I know it's hard for people who aren't the visionary type, so to speak, right offhand, because I'm willing to risk it all. At any given moment, I will drain the bank accounts to start something and go full 100% at it. And it's very hard to have someone else, from my perspective, to hop on board with that, because they're like, uh, how are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to eat? How are we going to do this? I'm like, it's fine. I got it. We'll Don't figure worry it about out. It. That's what he says. But yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's, you too. It will all be okay. We will always yeah. be okay is the words I always use. Yeah. But but uh, it's it's nice to have that other person to bounce off of and be like, okay, do you have a plan? Mm-hmm. What, like, if you're going to drain our bank accounts, when 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 can we reasonably see that come back? Totally. When is that going to come back? How, where are we going to get our food? How's this? Yeah. So it's good to have people like you guys who mm-hmm. are very structured, very yeah. like it in tune to what's yeah. going on around yeah. them. Like it's awesome. So yeah. and a little bit to. of realist, like yeah. To, yeah. To, in, to interject with like, okay, that's awesome. But what are we going to do right yes. now in the meantime? Or mm-hmm. what are these steps that reminded me of two things, which this is totally not the direction I thought this conversation <laughs> would go, but one, um, the show, this is us. I love Randall and Beth. Um, they're an awesome couple and they would say to each other when like life was crazy, Uh they'd be like, okay, let's play. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? (laughs) You know, like what's the worst thing? And she's like, we could die, you know? And like, they go down this, you know, no, but what if this, you know, and they'd go worse and worse. And I remember, yeah. Keep talking or no? Yeah, Yeah, you can keep going. I remember, um, this, uh, moment when Zach and I were in business and, it was rough. Like it was just a rough time. And, and, um, a person that was consulting us and helping us. And he was kind of like, what are you afraid of? You know? And especially to me. And I was thinking like, I want security. Like I want to know that we're going to be okay and we're going to be able to pay our bills and we're Mm going to be able to support our kids. And, and he was like, you know, that there's like no security in life, right? The only security in life comes through Christ. And I was kind of like, what? Like, <laughs> but it was so freeing for me at the same time because then I realized like we're doing our best, you know, mm-hmm. and we're we're um, 
we're including God in the process and we're including each other. And as long as we had each other and our faith, those are the two most important things to us. Mm. We could lose everything else and be okay. And so once I got on board with that and realized, and really I had to go through the, like a pretty deep process of visualizing that actually happening, Mm -hmm. happening, like, no, not like we'll be okay, but like, what if, and then I took myself down, like, what if we did lose it all and we had to file bankruptcy and we lost the house and we lost, you know, we'd still have each other. We'd Mm -hmm. still have our relationship. Um, all we'd have our kids, we'd have our faith. And that was a foundational, a foundation that was strong enough for me that I was able to move past the fear into faith. And then we were able to take action. And it's been such a gift, you know, going forward because now I don't operate out of fear very often. And when I do feel fear creeping Mm -hmm. in, then I'm like, where's this coming from? You know, where's the root? Like there's no security. Let's piece this out, you know, let's unpack this. And then we're able to move forward. So yeah. Like where you were is definitely where I am now. Cause everything you're saying, I'm like, I relate, I get it (laughs) because we have the same things. Like Mm -hmm. I, he'll be like, okay, we're going to do this. And I immediately, I'm like, how can we afford this? Like, we're going to lose this. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And he's like, well, like it'll, play itself out yeah. it'll like we'll make that money back and I'm like but you don't know that like what yeah. if we don't yeah and that's definitely just always where my mind goes so it will get better yeah <laughs> I definitely like <laughs> I needed you to come on Carly thank you <laughs> good time <laughs> I'm definitely starting to be more open to it and if he comes to yes. an idea I'm like okay okay like let's look at the less logical side of it and let's just think about the future which is hard for me but we're getting there well you don't necessarily have to think about the future i mean you really just have to look at okay what do we have now and then root yourself in that Mm -hmm. you know like carly was saying when you have when you have those ground zeros Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. of okay i have you i have this i have a family yeah like we'll Nothing be okay. Yeah. Like yeah. You could yeah. you could be living in a cardboard box and life will probably be just totally. amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally. You have your foundational oh. things, right? Yeah, and that you, you guys need. get to decide yeah. what those are. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, always go back to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then keep that relationship strong. Which 100%. when it's when it's hard, it's hard, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. But if you Definitely. put that relationship first and and include each other in the hard yeah. and the good, then it will you always, always come make out it on top. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love yeah. I love this episode so far. It's just <laughs> awesome. We've been getting a lot of good good notes. Carly's been killing it with these nuggets. Carly, good. what else do you have to share with us? I know you had like okay. a few things that you wanted to yeah. hit off. So yeah. So earlier this year, I decided to participate in Lent. I'm not Catholic, but mm-hmm. I was still just like I love the idea of sure. um, giving something up for 30 days that was maybe like a stronghold for yeah. me, okay. um, or an addiction or anything, mm-hmm. and then replacing it with a behavior that I want to have in my life more often or something that I want. So I decided to give up yelling at my kids. <laughs> that's totally something that oh, I shouldn't even awesome. have to give up. Right. It shouldn't be on the table, but I was like, I'm kind of a yeller. And that has been something I've fought for my whole like yeah. 15 years of motherhood. Right. Um, which is funny cause my parents did not yell at me. So I don't know where this came <laughs> from, but I'm have four funny. boys. Right. Sure. So oh, I'm loud. Yeah. Like yeah. I yell a I lot it. and it's not always angry. I'm just like, boys like really you know but sometimes that's the get only way it. to get their attention totally. they're like in their totally. own little mind and i'm like hello yes. you know totally yeah. yes amen <laughs> so i still was like i know i'm a more effective parent when i'm not yelling yeah you know and so i gave that up and instead in its place i was going to um 
find something every day to be grateful for and take a picture of it. And so I did that and I ended up loving the process so much oh that gosh. I created this book for 90 album. days. I and it was so that. simple, right? Like yeah. that's cool. this is like going with my niece shopping uh -huh. when she was potty training and she was so excited about getting underwear, yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. Just simple, simple stuff, right? No more masks at school. Yeah. Best day ever, right? Yeah. Just things like that. And to someone else going through this, they'd probably be like, you know, this is so simplistic, yeah. but I think my biggest encouragement is like, um, my plea with your listeners would be don't let the simplicity of a gratitude practice of keeping something like this or being grateful every day, keep you from the practice of it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes we think, well, that's so simple. It's not going to make a difference sure. when in reality, like most times in life, it's the littlest things that have the biggest yeah. impact. And I have a funny story about how grateful I am for where we live. Mm -hmm. um, recently, I was heading to town, to Nyssa, okay. to drop off our ballots, okay? Uh -huh. In the ballot drop box at the library. Uh -huh. And I was talking to my best friend on the phone while I was parking and I was just chatting with her and I opened the slot and put my ballots in and then right away I was like, oh crap, I put them in the book drop. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe I did that. Oh, I felt so funny. stupid. And then I started laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> like I was crying because I was laughing so hard. Your friend's like, like, are you okay? And she's like, she was laughing so hard too. <laughs> and so I got off the phone and I thought, right away. Uh -huh. I know the librarian. Yeah. I called her. I have her phone number uh -huh. in my phone. Uh -huh. You know, no, yeah. the library wasn't open. I called her and she said, I'm on my way right now. We're going to open in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. I just, I'll help you get it. You know? <laughs> oh, so she was able so to funny. unlock the book drop yeah. and help me put them in the ballot box. And I just thought right away, I was like, and my friend reminded me like, that is something to be grateful for. Yeah. You live in a small town where you can call the librarian. And you get know, the and problem <laughs> fixed, like, right yes, now. Yes, yes. That's so funny. And I'm just so grateful for those. And those are things that if I wasn't looking right, it would have uh -huh. just been an irritation. Like, yeah. I can't believe I did that. That was right. so dumb. It took 10 minutes more out of my day. You know, yeah. how frustrating. Instead, I was like, I needed that laugh. Like, yeah. I needed to laugh at myself. Yeah. Right. And I laughed for like 10 minutes, you uh -huh. know, and it was the best. So, <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. so that, um, I think that leads right into adding value is that small things make a big impact. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, it's easy to minimize, minimize or downplay, um, the impact we can have in our own spheres of influence, right? Like we might say, I don't have a platform or mm -hmm. I don't have the financial means or I don't have, I don't know enough people or I don't have enough talents or gifts to share. So I can't add value or I can't help people. But I think, um, if people could stop letting insecurity and feelings of inadequacy in, they can have such a momentous impact on people. Yes. And so I was just thinking about that, like even, um, ways that we can do that. Right. So I would say like service, mm -hmm. you know, whether that's like taking someone a meal or watching someone's kids or maybe smiling at someone or doing a grocery run. I can't tell you how many times I've had friends go to Costco and say, like text me and say, Hey, those fair life chocolate shakes you love are back in stock. And when they're in stock, I want them because <laughs> as soon as they get them, they're out, you know, oh, and yes. they'll say, I, I grabbed you a case. And I'm like, that was such a gift, you yeah. know, they didn't have to do uh -huh. that, but it oh, makes me, awesome. it primes me to start thinking that way too. Like mm -hmm. pay attention to things that people love yeah. and then seek those opportunities out. Right. Um, okay. also presence. That's been a big one for me lately is just like stopping to talk to someone, stopping to have a conversation and give them 
my presence, yeah. um, a listening ear. And I think here you're primed for that because you get people that can come in and sometimes they just want to chat. You oh, know? Yeah. 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 I love it. 100%. I love talking to people. I love, like, I don't have to work the front of the store, but a yeah. lot of times I'm just there. I'm like, I could be at home, but I also could be here talking to people. Yeah. I love it. I think it's that's my so favorite. Cool. Yeah, those connections. That's yeah. what makes it so valuable. Especially the regulars yeah. and like you kind of learn their family, mm-hmm. you know, just more about them. The life updates. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, and then you are in a you are in the perfect position for if they're ever in need of help mm-hmm. or there's ever a situation where they don't have anyone to call, they're like, I have friends with the people who run the yeah. box store. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going there and I'm yeah. asking for help, and you guys are. You know, you're going to have a platform mm-hmm. through this and through your businesses to be able to help people when there's a need yeah. or set up a meal train or set up a GoFundMe account mm-hmm. or help people and get the word out, you know, yeah. Yeah, which is huge. You can't underestimate that. You cannot. Yeah. Folks, please be writing all this stuff down. <laughs> Carly is absolutely killing it with what's going on today. I love this episode. Carly, <laughs> please keep going. Okay, the next one I would say is to get involved. And this, um, I love people, but it is hard for me sometimes to get out of my comfort zone. And, and especially because we're busy, right? We yeah. have a lot going on in our lives. We, we're busy with kids and our businesses and church callings and things. But when I remember, like, we also have a community, you know? So chamber events, we've asked, like, yes. what can we do? What can we um, give, you know, of our time or our finances or our means or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um uh, I think even attending like the parking lot party, right? I was yeah. in Nebraska, but my guys came and had a blast and that kind of thing fun. is awesome. Like you guys providing that for the community is so great, but also when people come, that's what makes an event like that successful, yeah. you know? And so the trunk or treat in Nyssa, we went and it's it huge. did not stop yeah. for over an <laughs> that's hour. That's what I mean, we, we heard. ran out of candy yeah. and we were just like, I'm so sorry. Like we have <laughs> You're to so out, cute. You know? Yeah. But and it like, was new faces. Yeah. It wasn't like repeat offenders, sure. you know, it yeah. was like yeah. new faces. So, so it was cool. really cool. That's so awesome. I'm happy to see that. Yeah. Yes. So I think get involved. Um, mm-hmm. And then like sponsor, sponsorships, you know, if you have the finances, sponsor that way. If you, if what you have is time, sponsor in that way. Um, talents, you know, it takes, I think we forget that when there are activities or things put on that it, people have to set that up and people have to yeah. take it down, you know? So even if you're going to a funeral at a community member, you know, ask if you can help, like put away chairs, you know, I've seen, um, we've had at our church, uh, funerals for people who aren't members of our, our congregation and our faith. And I am always so impressed, you know, that at the end of the luncheon or whatever, mm-hmm. they're picking up this, like it's put away in minutes, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're not Definitely. waiting for somebody else to do it or help. And, and I love that. I think like get in there and yeah. get your hands dirty yeah. you know, help people. 100%. So action. Yeah. Take action. Totally. And I think that's like my main takeaway is just like, don't let fear or inadequacy think, you know, stop you from yeah. making an influence or making a. Um, a difference. Yeah, a difference. Because everyone has the ability to help someone in some way, right? And you can help someone in a way that I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. And Sydney will have an impact in a yeah. way that I won't or you won't. And so if every person can think like, okay, I'm not the same as that person, but it's okay. Like get out of mm-hmm. that comparison trap yes. and just really focus on what can I give? What's my give right now, you know? Yeah. And focus on that. I I love that. I love that. And folks, the biggest takeaway that I'm getting from this is what Carly is saying and all of these things that she's talking about is don't be afraid to, to share. 
Don't be afraid to make that scrap journal of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to go out and, and act on, on, on helping someone in need because oftentimes that fear that you have of someone judging you or thinking of you or thinking that this lame, that you're doing this practice, they're not. Yeah. I promise you they're not. 100%. Most of the time when you take action and help someone or do things like this, people are there for you. This world is not as evil as it might seem sometimes. The world is not against you, which is something I have to repeat to myself every day. But the world is not against you. So when you sit down, when you do these things, just know that there are people out there that are rooting for you 100%. So, so true. I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah, yeah there's definitely more good than bad, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. people, I feel like we're more alike than different. And if we can remember that, yeah. then we can connect and and just enrich each other's lives. And it's crazy because my book is about encouraging. I was going to, I was going to loop back to that. I was going <laughs> to ask totally what it was on. Into that. And now I want to have a conversation like on the side yes. sometime about like experiences with that. Yeah. You know? I love it. I was going to, I was going to ask, I know you didn't want to share too much about your book, but I was like, what is it going to be about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Encouragement. That's wow. awesome. So. Cool. Sydney, what's your biggest takeaway from what Carly shared today? Um, I mean, I feel like you came on at like a great time because all of this is like stuff I needed. I've kind of been stuck, like mm-hmm. Tyler knows that. And so it's just, it's been super empowering. Like I'm Good. really glad you came on today. Good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I love when people feel empowered because then you're yeah. going to act, you know, yeah. you're going to change. Yeah. And yeah, that's that. where transformation and growth yeah. happens. Yeah, definitely. 100%. What does the future look like for you? What do you want to do in the future? Oh, man. I mean, I know you want to write a book, but what, yeah. what does that look like? I want to write a book, maybe multiple books. Mm-hmm. Um, someday I'd love to have my own podcast. Love I want to travel with my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, really someday want to be able to live somewhere warmer. <laughs> from like I'm with you on that one. I was November like, Tyler to does too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that one. The last like several walks in the afternoon have been frigid. Like there was one day that the snow was coming down, you know, it was, I think seven, 21 degrees or something. Yes. And I, all you could see was my eyes. And I was just like the whole time, be grateful. Be yeah. Grateful. You're like, okay, <laughs> what, what do I love moving. about this? And I'm like, this okay. where's the gift in this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have warm clothes. But yeah, so just, you know, really, um, I think make the most of where we're at. I, our oldest is going to be 15 in January and I have really started seeing like four years, you know, like we get like, we get like three to four years with him Mm -hmm. in our home under our roof. And so just like trying to magnify that and just really take advantage of it. And, um, so we love being together. We're pretty, we're homebodies. We yeah. like to be home. There's Definitely. nothing wrong with that though. But, nope. yeah. yeah. So, well, it's great. okay. Come on back onto the family life a little bit. How did you and Zach meet? How did that come about? Okay. I know we didn't ask that question yet. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, <laughs> I'm wondering about how much to share cause I can be an overshare. Um, so Zach, our families, yeah, <laughs> sorry, babe. Um, our families knew each other always growing mm-hmm. up. We were in the same church, um, congregation. His family moved away. Oh, just a couple hours away sure. while his dad um, was a superintendent. And so I went to college my first year at BYU-Idaho. And when I came home, I had gained um, quite a bit of weight. And mm-hmm. all growing up, I was heavier. But especially at college, I gained quite a bit of weight and came home. And that was really the first time that I started to fight um, body image and insecurity. Mm-hmm. Up until then, I'd been pretty confident. 
And I went to church and he was there and he had not been going to church for a long time. And so I was like, what? He's five years older than me. Mm -hmm. I'd had a crush on him my whole (laughs) life, like since I was a little girl. Uh In fact, funny side note, I would go play with his sister and have sleepovers at her house. Specifically. And we would take take baths in our swimsuits and he would throw my little ponies at us over the bathtub curtain and sing, my little pony, so scrawny <laughs> and bony. And I totally remember that. Oh, that's um, so love awesome. Love at first sight. In fact, my parents gave him a My Little Pony one of one oh, Christmas. That's that so is good. awesome. That is but, so um, good. Anyway, so he was at church and I was like, whoa. And I leaned over to my little sister and I was like, I want to marry that guy. And then I found his mom after church and I said, I'm going to marry your son. Oh. And she was like, what? And then we became friends and um, he was getting his personal trainer's license at that time. Mm-hmm. I was feeling super insecure about my weight. And really that was the first time ever I had taken an interest in fitness sure. or health yeah. or what nutrition was or anything. And he was willing. And I went over and took him cookies and said, hey, it was awesome seeing you at church. Oh. Um brought you some cookies and he was like thanks you know and I happened to notice a little home gym there mm-hmm. so I called him um, a few days later and said hey if if I bring you dinner once a week would you let me use your gym a few yeah. times a week because he was a bachelor uh, and he's uh, like yeah and then when I got there we just couldn't stop talking just yeah. connected you know became best friends he trained me I lost um, 35 pounds that summer oh, That's and awesome. then just became inseparable yeah. you know and we dated for a year and a half, and we've been married 19 years. So. That is so awesome. I love that. That a is a good story. That yeah, is it a is. good story. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. You yeah. guys are amazing people. We Thank absolutely you. love having Thanks. you in this community. So. Thank you. And you guys are awesome patrons at the store. Always so love, love it. it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's this story I have to thank for the fact I've never had alcohol because oh, when I was funny. like 16, I yeah. started sorting cans, right? That, and that was in the yeah. days where you didn't have just like, a, I was the 100%. can sorter. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. so stinky. Like there's nothing like stale beer, yeah. right? Mm, like it's, it's nasty. So disgusting. And so I was like, I will never drink. Like this is disgusting. Yeah. I, and I was I just love like, that. you know. But, I wish I would have yeah. stuck to that philosophy because that is the reason I didn't drink for the longest. I didn't drink till I was almost twenty-one. Yeah. Because that is that was the biggest reason why I didn't drink either. Crazy, was I had huh? to sort the cans as a kid, Ooh, yeah. and it was disgusting. You would Sticky find spiders and, oh, yeah. and beer, and uh, it's bad enough when people bring it in and it's just so dripping gross. and beer drips down you, and you're like, yeah, this is gross. And to this day, I really don't drink beer. I drink wine now. I'm a wine connoisseur thanks to Tim and Slade, but. Last yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah. what what things like that do for totally. you? Totally, yeah, they have an impact, awesome. right? Yeah. It's yeah. funny. This yeah. store, it was really influential um, in my life. Your dad was great, and your mom, I've loved them for forever. You know, yes. and your yeah. grandparents. It's just a great legacy. It's been great to watch you grow up. I babysat you when you were younger, and yes. you've just turned Fun into fact. this like incredible, well, incredible man. And I'm, I'm so. Glad that you found Sydney, and yes. I'm great. Glad too. <laughs> I'm glad I found Sydney. Yes, Goodness, what a gift! It. This is awesome. Well, folks, yeah. Carly has been an awesome guest today. Please make sure you uh, get out your notebook when she's speaking because... We'll play the episode a few times. Yes, take yes, notes. take notes. I'm going to put show notes on this one because uh, it absolutely needs it 100%. Yeah. Carly, Thank you. I absolutely love having you on the show today. It was awesome. We will Thank definitely you. have you on again. We're going to have to go have dinner yes. and all Please, of that stuff. Yes, let's do it. And you yeah. and Sydney can go hiking. Yes, yes. I'd let's love that. Start exercising because she, uh, she needs some friends around <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, I would love, minute, it. So. love it. Love it. Cool. Yes. I love it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, on. appreciate it. All right. As always, keep it local. (laughs)